0: negative episode ever. (laughs) You know
1: what? My mom's always telling us, you guys need to be meaner. And today,
0: (laughs) this is for you, mom.
1: This episode is dedicated to my mom who wants me to be meaner.
0: I'm here. (laughs) None of the reasons we've stated are academic. They're just like, I don't
1: like it. (laughs) I almost had this on my list. I thought this would be too controversial. I really thought this was going to be too
0: controversial. I hate it so much. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Off to Broadway, the podcast where we deep dive into anything and everything musical theater from the comfort of my car. I'm Tara. I'm Stefania. And in today's episode, we are back with another ranking episode, and this time it's all about skippable songs. Now, we cannot take credit for this idea because this was not our idea. Um, One of our listeners... Hannah. Um, she is at hand dot tone on Instagram. Um, I'm sure some people listening know who she is because she makes beautiful artwork on Etsy and she also displays it on Instagram. So you've probably seen it on social media, but she sent us a DM and said that she would love to hear us, uh, ranking episode all about skippable songs and I'll read what she said um we're talking to break in a glove sentimental man slash something bad I think it's interesting to choose your top five or your bottom five and we agree
1: it is and this was a challenge because normally our ranking episodes are songs we're obsessed with or songs we love (laughs) and this one I was like it was hard because you're, you're like looking for a blank space almost. You're looking for something you don't listen to. Though I will say, sometimes my skippable song is not because I don't like the song. It's just it doesn't match the energy that I want from that cast recording.
0: I agree with this in looking at my long list and then, like, a couple of my top five, but also looking at the long list and a couple of my top five, these are some songs that I, like, actually hate. Sure. So. sure. There's,
1: there's kind of two categories. You know, this is not on my list, let's say, but something like um, A Moulin Rouge, right? Mm. I am listening to this cast album for energy. Yes. And something like A Nature Boy kind of brings it down. Yeah. So I always – I usually fast forward to that because I yeah. want the energy. Yeah. So sometimes it just takes me out of the moment that I want.
0: Yes. And sometimes um, it's a song I
1: just hate.
0: Exactly. And something that you asked me um before we jumped on was like are we is number 1 the most skippable song? And I said yes, it's like there is no wavering. As soon as it comes on and you're listening to this cast recording, immediately skip. Yeah. So that's that's how we've gone in this system is from like to skip to immediately skip. Yes. Um As always, in our ranking episodes, Steph, please give us the rules for this one. Okay, so the rules. It has to be a cast album that you actually listen to consistently. It
1: can't be one full of songs you don't like. It has to be one that we're constantly in the car, doing chores, listening around the house, turning on this cast recording from beginning to end. Because there's some cast recordings that I only listen to some select songs from. The other rule is that jukebox musicals are allowed, but movie musicals that are only movies are not allowed.
0: Yeah. Um, I, this is, like, one of the first ones that we've kind of let jukebox be in. Uh, we did it for, I feel like, title songs with Patrick, but sometimes jukebox is, like, on the yes. line of does it count, does it not count. I don't count? think I
1: have a jukebox musical, though.
0: I have it in my long list, but it's not in my top five. Yeah. Yeah, not in um, my top five either. Before we start, you wanted to give your... Number six, and also just sort of talk about Wicked in general. Right, right.
1: Yeah, I think Wicked is kind of a great example of Skippable songs because narratively in the story, they're very important and they they expo- they give a well. lot of exposition. Okay, 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 <laughs> whoa. Well. Um, but on that cast album, I think there's a lot of Skippable songs. However, mine I do believe is controversial. I've never liked this song. And it's as long as you're mine. I don't like it. <gasps> I find it so cringeworthy. This I mean, definitely, so it's so
0: cringeworthy. But like, I, I, I love that song. song.
1: I, I, I've never. I don't think I've ever listened to it besides like full, besides seeing it on stage. Wow, it, I am so embarrassed. It, like I, I'm, like get secondhand embarrassment when I watch them <laughs> sing this song, when I listen to it, and so it gets skipped every time.
0: You don't but, feel wicked for the first time. Uh, after oh my hearing god! It.
1: <laughs> like when she says that line, I'm like, like I want to crawl out of my skin. Um, but they are <laughs> <all> obvious. <laughs> um, I, I guess other people. I think other people like the song, um, but I really don't. Um, mm-hmm. And sorry to Stephen Schwartz about that, but I don't like it. And then there are the obvious Gable songs from Wicked. I know I want
0: to pull up the the cast recording because it's been a minute since I've listened to Wicked all the way through. Um, mm. But as I mentioned, something bad. Um, I think we. I think this is the example of what you were saying of like this song is needed for the storytelling purpose, but mm-hmm. skip. Um, Dear old Shiz. That's even earlier. Oh. Although. To give that one, like, a little bit of credit, it's, like, 30 seconds long. So yes, you're not like Still, worrying. you're, like, skip. <laughs> um, a Sentimental Man. That is the one that I'm, like, there is no reason for the song in this show at Look, all. I, like, plot why is there nothing here? always
1: long to be a father.
0: Well, I it's don't because, care. because
1: he's her father. Spoiler I alerts for know. the end of Wicked, a 20-year-old musical. <laughs> um, but yeah. it, it, it's, it's the emotional
0: journey that he's on. And then what? followed up by another wizard song, Wonderful.
1: I know we had Joel Grey in that original cast, but The Wizard really has too much to do. Oh my god, too show. much. Which he is should be like, mysterious.
0: This is why... No, I guess the
1: show's about taking the mystery away, but...
0: Yeah, but like, still concerned for the Wicked movie and who's gonna be the wizard, you know? Because... Tucci. Let's well, go. Well, b- then I would be fine with him singing Wonderful, <laughs> yeah. but like, a James Corden, I wouldn't not, be.
1: No, James Corden <laughs> is obviously a Dr. Dillamond type. He's not... <laughs>
0: He's not a Dr. Delamont type. He's like jovial wizard type.
1: He's no. No, he's definitely not
0: the wizard.
1: He is the a rumors Dr. The rumor is because,
0: wow, I can't believe we're getting into this, but like the Late Late Show is ending in 2023. And the way that so many schedule. people are like, it's for Wicked. It Freeze up
1: the schedule. <laughs> um, Which just filming
0: in London. So
1: he's going to get to go back.
0: Is that it? I mean, like. March of the Witch Hunters could also be potentially a skip, but it's, again, like, super short. It leads mm. well into For Good that, like, I'm fine with it. Um, yeah, I think that's it for Wicked. Yeah, There are some, but, like, amazing, like, songs on there, obviously, but to have, like, four in a... I mean, the whole musical is, like, what, two over 230? But in a 19-song cast recording, to have four skips is kind of a lot. Well, yeah, Maybe. you have this one character that... We're really not down.
1: interested in <laughs> no. hearing from him. No. Sorry to the wizard.
0: And now um, that the Wicked movie is in two parts, maybe we're going to hear from him even more. We're going to get a really beefed up <laughs> wizard role. And I, no one has asked for that. No. No one has asked for that at all. No.
1: Um, but whatever. We shall see. Yeah. Um, I'm curious. Whatever. Okay. Um, Let's get into our rankings. You want me to go first? I can go first. Yeah, sure. Okay. So some of my rankings, they're, it's kind of, I'm very not interested in certain characters, similar to Wicked. I'm very not interested in anything a certain character has to say. So Mm -hmm. my number five musical is The Bridges of Madison County cast recording. And I am skipping anything where Hunter Foster is singing. And he has a beautiful voice, but I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it. So the songs are Home Before You Know It. I think i listened to it absolutely one time. (laughs) You're Never Alone. Again, one time and something from a dream. A beautiful voice. But when I turn on that Bridges of Madison County cast recording, I only want to hear the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful singing from Kelly O'Hare and Stephen Pasquale. Yeah. And the one Whitney Basher song. That's awesome. I was going
0: to say, you love that one song. Yeah. I really do, do love that one, that Whitney Basher song.
1: Um, the, I believe it's called Another Life. So gorgeous. Mm. But anything where Hunter Foster's giving his like country twang not into moment- it. Horse show i don't even know what his plot <laughs> line is because i don't care um i am absolutely skipping so yeah something like home before you know it and and even Derek clinton and caitlin kinnan are on that song but i i don't want to hear it i'm not here <laughs> for you but we'll be home before you know it we'll be home before you notice that we're gone three days isn't
0: Ends in sight, and we'll be home. It's funny because your number five is like a cast recording you listen to all the time, mm-hmm. minus like these songs. My yeah. number five is also a cast recording I listen to all the time. I mean, part of our rules, but like, yeah. I sadly have gone my number five spot with "Dogfight." Um, mm-hmm. not the song "Dogfight" from "Dogfight." Wow. Give way is just snooze best for me. Give way Give way
1: Sparrow Sparrow Too afraid to lie Sparrow Sparrow Too proud to try
0: And he's oh so
1: You, so we decided we were gonna have a couple cast albums with no skips. Dogfight is one of my no skips. No, no had, this no is why. Skips. I, no skips. Um,
0: we were talking about this like right before we jumped on here, and I was like, we cannot say this because um, one, one of us won't have, have it on the skips. list. And I, I actually have two skips from Dogfight. The other one is Come Back, Derek lenna Not because I don't think he sounds amazing on sure. it, but you have to be like in the mood to listen to that song.
1: Yes, yes, I, I believe it like worked to me that cast album has such a good like narrative arc, and then when I'm listening to it. No skips. It just, just nothing.
0: Yeah. Giveaway for me is like, she, again, sounds stunning. Unlike, um, on versus Madden County, like you just <laughs> said, but like, I just, I don't know. It's a downer for me. There's like a few, that whole section of the end is like kind of a downer it until is, we get to I can see something just like turning off the cast recording after a certain song which which sometimes i know i'm like what is that song what is the song that that gets it right what's right before giveaway i thought when you said that you have a no skip album i thought it would be dogfight but um, i wasn't confident you knew okay so the last song right before giveaway is before it's over which i think is a superior song To give way. Sure. And then I'm happy to come back with some kind of time reprise. I would skip, come back, and then finale is finale. So, whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. To me, this is a no skips. Like, I understand what you're saying. I relate to it. However. As a whole, you would never skip Like, it's just a piece. It's just a piece. No skips. For dogfight.
0: All right. Your number
1: four. My number four. A similar kind of scenario. This is a cast album I do listen to. However... There's one character whose songs I do not care about, and this is the cast album from Ghost the Musical.
0: Wow! Now, <laughs> some people would say that the entire cast just album throw is the whole a
1: skip. Thing out. Skip, skip the whole thing, and they would be wrong. They'd be missing out on some beautiful singing. And for some reason, I really love so much of this cast album, and that I might know. be personal to me. Ghost I be has been one of on the... two
0: ranking episodes. Let me just tell you,
1: I might be one of the only people to listen to this cast album. I but, love it. But I have to say, the songs that are sung by the psychic character, I cannot remember her name, Oda Mae, Oda oh, Mae Brown. Yeah. I, I, skip. Every time. So they're called Are You a Believer? Talking About a Miracle. I'm Out of Here. It's just when I go to co- Ghost, the cast recording, I'm here for the emotions. I'm here for the love story. And then these songs just kind of like take me out yeah of that and so I always skip them I don't listen to them at all
0: the tone is very different on those yes. songs so it feels like it doesn't belong in the show again many people would say none of the songs belong in the show mm. but like those don't fit with the other ones in my yes opinion. like the
1: very tone like there these songs are are comedy like like the comedic elements mm. in contrast to this like very serious like love story um story of grief yes. and it's also it's very funny because when the reviews of this musical came out, it's not funny. This is, I think, just a me problem. When reviews of this musical came out, they were like, "Oh, these these songs, the character of Oda Mae, she's the highlight of the show. She's, you know, energy. The rest of the show is kind of not great, but like these parts are great." And I absolutely <laughs> flip it, absolutely yeah. flip it. When like, we saw me, Ghost, Casey
0: Le- Levy is singing for her life in this show. Like, how are you when, not? <laughs> when
1: we saw Ghost, I'm like, can we fast forward through these? Yeah, I want to get back to crying over, or I want to get back to like businessmen, you know, <laughs> doing a jazz square with their briefcase to show bustling New York.
0: Yeah, you want to go back to crying for the dummy that was <laughs> right, <the> stage. right?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Have we said that where we watched Ghost? I don't answer. know. It was, like, it was like a regional production of Ghost, and when Sam, it was Drayton
0: Entertainment. Yeah, they like
1: threw a dummy (laughs) on stage because, like, the actor had to, like, react to seeing his own body. Graham
0: Scott Fleming, our favorite.
1: Sorry, I I didn't want to bring his name into this. Um,
0: Oh, sorry. He he gave an amazing performance. He He did. He he is amazing. We love him. Um, Yeah.
1: But, yes, you know, regional theater, the budget, and just the effects are not always there.
0: Even it was it was good i enjoyed myself but no it was jarring when that happened it was though. jarring. but also do
1: you remember when he had to like reach through the door to get the doorknob yeah. and the door was just kind of like strips of fabric so he could reach do you remember that yeah, yeah
0: but you know that's so, all part of the experience
1: exactly they're just things they're just things that, but the you know. song what's the song called that you love with the business people um, oh, I think it's the um, Suspend My Disbelief, I Had a Life. Yeah, or, that like, song Rain, was Like, Rain, hold on. Act 1
0: finale, and Act 2 opener, stars. But, like, like, regionally, it was great. Yes, yes. It's so, so there good. are moments that hit, and then there's, like, the budget stuff that doesn't. Yeah. So, when you when know.
1: all, and the, and the songs are all layered. Yeah. I had, is this anything? <laughs> <all I laughs> it was do. a It was a mistake.
0: You're welcome, oh, wow. everybody. For that moment,
1: <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. Yeah, it wasn't a misunderstanding though. No, it wasn't. It was on purpose. Um, well, no, it kind of wasn't misunderstanding. Anyway, not the point. So that's my number four, Ghost, the cast album.
0: I feel like we're also kind of like unintentionally going through your flops list one more time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> American Psycho is not on this list because you know what? Wow. No skips. No skips. No,
0: stretches. no. There,
1: there are some skips. There are some skips, but, but no skips. Um, but but no skips.
0: Okay, yeah. come on. Okay, my number four, um, I kind of like struggled with this one because I for, I, I would say like a good chunk of time a few years ago would say that there are no skips on this album. Another show that we've seen regionally, I'm talking about Heathers. Um, oh. To me, okay. and I feel like you would agree with this, the song Lifeboat, sung by Heather McNamara, gotta go. It's got to go. So my on my list, I said kindergarten boyfriend was my I, skip. I is this on your top five or your long list? No, it's not on my top
1: five. It's just my long list. Okay, but that was the I one also
0: I would up. agree that there are a few songs on Heather's that are skips. Mm. Kindergarten boyfriend, one of them. I also this might be controversial, but like dead gay son, bye. This I is like funny it though. I like it live, but when I'm listening to a cast recording through, I'm like see you later, and then like. Sorry to the West End, Heather's, but uh, like, say no—is that what it's called? Skit. I say no. The
1: new, the new Heather song, uh, the new Skip. Bronca
0: song. Um, see
1: the things I have maybe one time listened to the new West End cast album. So yeah, I am an off Broadway think, purist.
0: Um, anyone listening to us in the UK, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there might be a new Heather Duke song too in the West End because oh really? they wanted, you know, when she like becomes Heather Chandler towards the end, like, she starts wearing the red scrunchie, she wears the red suit. I think there's a song there now that's added for her, because she doesn't really get a solo moment, and obviously, like, Heather Mack gets what is, like, an overdose song moment with Lifeboat, and I, like, that is the song, when you're listening to Heather's all the way through, takes me out. I'm like, whoa, where are we? I'm hugging my knees, and the captain is pointing, well, who made her captain? still the weakest must go
1: the tiniest lifeboat full of people I know the tiniest lifeboat full of people I know it, it's another thing of you turn on heathers for a certain type of like comedy energy and then yeah, like I'm lifeboat here for kind of dead just, girl like, brings it down. Yes. I'm here for even, even meant the meant opening number
0: I'm meant beautiful. to be yours. Like there are so many songs from Heathers that I'm like, these are amazing. Lifeboat just brings me right down. So Yeah. It's, and yeah. You, you
1: wanna get to that Dead Girl Walking reprise. Yeah. Um, moment. So.
0: Seventeen. Like, there's so many good ones. But exactly, exactly. I agree. Kindergarten Boyfriend is on the long list, but between the two, Lifeboat knocks lifeboat. that one out. Sure. Yeah. Sure.
1: They, they sound beautiful in the moment. and yeah. It's also when you're seeing it, right? When you're listening to to Heather's, I feel like it's a very much, um, you're laughing kind of, but when you're seeing it, you're kind of seeing the reality of. What's happening to these teenagers is a much darker experience watching it. So these songs fit in better than they do in your drive.
0: Thinking about Heather's, I'm going to bring in Riverdale for a second because again, I'm pretty sure I I, I I refrained, but here we go. Um, (laughs) I don't think they sang Lifeboat or Kindergarten Boyfriend in Riverdale, which means that Riverdale knew what was up. Well, they didn't do the whole cast album. They did more of Heather's than they did of any other show. Aren't they We're ready American for American Psycho, Psycho yes. Yeah, so, like,
1: my taste.
0: For- <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyone still watching Riverdale other than just me, this show is wild right now. And I feel like American Psycho fits perfectly this season.
1: Oh, absolutely. But because also, so. didn't Roberto Aguilar Sacasa, who writes on Riverdale, write the book for American Psycho? Yes. So it's a
0: perfect fit. And also, because I'm pretty sure we talked about this in, like, kind of recently in a couple episodes ago um, we do have an end date for Riverdale everybody it is ending after season seven so uh, that's it even though I haven't watched really since season two I'll you should watch be the sad
1: uh, yeah I'll <laughs> only watch the finale I'll only watch the, the series finale and just 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 see how far we've come
0: I know how
1: that. far we've come
0: <laughs> okay your're number three
1: my number three okay this is a cast album I really love a show we both were lucky enough to see on Broadway and this is a storytelling moment. The cast album is Once on this Island, mm. and the song that I am skipping is the sad tale of the Bozom. I- Even watching it
0: on stage, I was like, can we Wrap it up, this wrap on? it up,
1: like... yes. It, it does give you the backstory of the Bozom family, of Daniel, and like why they're so different from T-Moon, but a, a real drag, a real drag.
0: <laughs> and it goes and... on for so long stylistically it just doesn't no it
1: doesn't fit and that's probably on purpose because they want to like separate the style from what T-Moon is singing, what her family is singing, so they want to have that separation, but it really, really drags.
0: tried to do something with the staging for it mm. to kind of make it interesting with that like sheet that went up yeah and they the did shadow like, play yeah but it's still i was like we've you've taken me out of this show and i am ready to be back into this show so we
1: i was sitting very like too close to the sheet the i was thing? yeah i was like on the side where you see the shadows because there are yeah. people who see like the work behind but yes. i was seeing the shadows but i was like Right up, like maybe like one seat away from me. So it. it was like not. So great. I was like not seeing a thing. Um, yeah.
0: I can tell you that I saw The Full Shadows and I still skip that song. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. Boring. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, give us. Give me your number. Okay.
0: Three. My number three. This is a cast recording I love. We have not seen the show on stage. Um. And it might be a controversial take, but this is a song that, again, just takes me right out. However, I think when it's done on stage or on screen, it is very exciting. And that is the Shmuel song from the last five
1: years. Oh my God, I almost had this on my list. (laughs) I almost had this on my list. I thought this would be too controversial. I really thought this was going to be too controversial.
0: I just, that's what I thought. I thought it's like semi-controversial because I know a lot of people love this song. I also love it. However, it is a skip. On the cast recording, one, it's like 12 minutes long. So, long. so So long. Well, we've noticed a theme here of like these songs are long is yeah. what is what happens. You know, happens. We, we love when people like to edit. Edit, yeah, guys, edit. but I will say, like, again, have not seen this on stage. Obviously, you know, we are obsessed with that movie, too. Watching like Jeremy Jordan do that full 12 minutes amazing! It's so fun because you see him like picking up all of the stuff, he's mm-hmm. like giving stuff to the character. Like, there's so much going on that I'm sure when it's done, again, like, would love to see this live. I'm sure it's amazing, but when I'm listening all the way through, absolutely not am I listening to the Schmuel song. Then
1: the clock upon the wall began to glow. And the clock said, na, 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 oh, Schmuel, you get to be happy. Na, 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 nah. I give you unlimited time. Na, na, na show and be happy. But
0: said, no, no, it's not my lot. I've got to make it do with the time I've got I've listened oh. to that cast recording so many times over the years. Maybe twice have I kept it on.
1: So I I am an original off-Broadway cast recording purist here. Yes. So this is Norbert Leo Butz's performance whose voice I He sounds love. great. I love but it really this is always from drags these songs drag and you're just you're just like why was i listening to this again i i would i will change the album at this point yeah um yeah i really i really agree i do think it's like a beautiful story moment but this song to me this is like
0: it's more of a scene to music than Mm -hmm. it is a song and yeah. for that reason, an accent. Like, oh, t- accent, take it off the cast recording and leave it for the moment different. on stage because it's more powerful that way than it is in the cast recording.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. I agree. I agree with you. Okay, we've reached the top two. The top two. Okay. Okay. These top two are like two top five, top ten musicals for me. So wow,
0: the, the,
1: we we're being ruthless. We're being. Ruthless I wasn't here. as
0: ruthless, but my number one uh, is a song I've hated for years. So wow. Okay. Um, I
1: have been ruthless. My number two song is from one of my favorite musicals. If you listened when I was a guest on the original cast with Patrick, um, Next to Normal, one of my favorite shows of all time, there are some skips. There
0: the are skip multiple. I'm gonna,
1: there, there are multiple skips here. The skip I'm going to highlight here is actually the act one finale, A Light in the Dark. Mm. It It is a little, it's just a little... For this like kind of rock musical, it it is just it, I I just I just don't like it. it like there, I don't really have an academic reason for this. I just I get I I listened to didn't I see this movie?
0: None of these re- none of the reasons no, we've it, stated are academic. They're just like I don't <laughs> like it.
1: Okay, and that's my opinion.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Welcome okay, so, to the podcast.
1: <laughs> um, it's just my opinion. Okay. <laughs> So you get didn't I see this movie, which is a, like great high didn't energy I song yeah. from Diana. And then you go into A Light in the Dark, which is obviously like a very, very sad moment theatrically on yes. stage. Um and so you kind of need this like more melancholy um underscoring. But on a cast album, I'm out. I'm skipping from there to Act two. I do not want to hear it. Nine falls, I stare at the wall. I, I wake and wander the halls I get lost and I ate. It's like nothing I've known. I can't get through this. Alone.
0: I was looking at this today thinking, would this be on? your list and I thought it might have been into the no skip category for you. No, this is not a no-skip. Just because There's, of like it's your favorite, you know?
1: I'll give you my other skips. Um I dreamed a dance into There's a mm. World. Skip. Skip. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry Erin. Skip. skip. So I dreamed a dance, There's a World, and then I'll stay in for I've been and didn't I see this movie and then I'm skipping a light in the dark there. And then we're into act two. No skips. No skips in Act Two.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so interesting to thinking about this show because, like, before we get to the your skips is that succession of, like, yeah. incredible songs. So it's like, what happened? Why did we fall off?
1: And I think this album does such a great job of, like, giving you the whole story narratively. I think because there's not that much dialogue to yeah. in the first place in this musical. It really, really gives you the full narrative. That's why mm-hmm. I love, like, so in Act 2, I'm just looking at the song listing. There are some of those, like... Uh, shorter songs that are very much story moments like Song of Forgetting or Seconds and Years um, or It's Gonna Be Good Reprise but it just all flows so perfectly from one to the other that I'm like in the zone but Act One has those three songs that are skips for me and that's it but those three songs are skips I skip every time
0: yeah it's always the short ones that you are more like you're more forgiving on the shorter songs because it's just like okay we're in we're out and it's over now I'm on to the next one so Agree. Okay, number two. This is a song that in the four time, Four times? Three times? I think four times. I've seen this musical on stage. Um, on stage, it's an incredible moment. But on the cast recording, it is an immediate skip. And it's because of Lin-Manuel Miranda. We're talking oh about Hurricane
1: okay. and Hamilton. <laughs> okay, this is so interesting. I have a different Hamilton song as my number one, but I okay. can go off.
0: Okay, I... There, in my uh, opinion, and I'm not going to say the other songs, there are a few skips on there's Hamilton. A few skips.
1: Again, it's another one where it's fully sung through, right? There's very few things that are not there. So a lot of it is like story moments. Um, but yes, to, let's talk about Hurricane. Because Hurricane is not a skip to me. I will listen to Hurricane every time.
0: Um, if someone else... I'm so sorry, Lynn. Like, you are a genius. Like Austin but, like, Scott singing Hurricane? Okay, this is the thing. Anytime I have seen this show on stage... I think the staging, ridiculous, what's going on. In the on. eye
1: of a hurricane, there is no. quiet. <laughs> That's
0: my linen impression. This is literally a skip for me, because he sounds so bad on this song. In the eye of a hurricane, there is quiet. For just a moment. A yellow sky. When I was seventeen, a hurricane destroyed my town. I didn't drown. I couldn't seem to die. I wrote my way out, wrote everything down far as I could. <laughs> he also sounds bad the on this like, Theodosia, now. but like he sounds so Damn. bad oh. on this.
1: Song. <laughs>
0: Um, I love the end of Hurricane, but I never get to the end of Hurricane on the cast recording because I'm immediately skipping as soon as it comes on. I never skip the song, this is so funny. Again, I, like, so, I think all of us, like, Shara included, we all listened to this cast recording before we saw it. Um, yeah, of course. Many times, like, obsessed with it walking in. So me, as someone walking into Hamilton for the first time, maybe listening to Hurricane once... Only and then seeing the staging, I'm like, "This is this even it's the great. same song? Like, is this so even great. the same thing?" So this is a this to me is a song of like, what went wrong here on the cast recording is literally the vocals and that's it. Uh,
1: it's actually funny because I probably had more skips in Hamilton before I saw it and then after I saw it.
0: Because I, you associate like what you saw. Yes,
1: yes, like something for some reason I would always skip. Um, I don't even skip Farmer Refuted. Like me either, I, because I'm, it's I'm not committed to. I'm that committed to Farmer Refuted, but I have a different don't skip.
0: modulate the key. Then not debate
1: with me. Exactly. Um, Washington on Your Side was a skip for me before, which is like crazy. When you see it, crazy to think about because it's I know. like one of my favorite moments in the show is Washington on Your Side. Um, okay, let me jump to my jump to my number one, so we can continue yeah, the Hamilton conversation. My number one.
0: Wait, can is, I guess? I think I know what it is. Okay, guess. Is it Stay Alive?
1: No. No, because those no.
0: both of those are skips for me.
1: I sometimes will skip that. Love because, you, Philip. Like, I you get sound I get too sad. Goodbye. I get sad. I get sad. <laughs> um No. <Okay. laughs> Sorry. No. That, that sometimes I skip, but that's not like the consistent skip. This consistent skip for me in Hamilton is the story of tonight. Every time mm. I may not live Skip, sorry. <laughs> I may not live
0: to see our glory. I may not live to see our glory. But I will gladly join the fight. But I will, I will gladly, gladly join, join the fight. fight. And when our children tell our story, and when, when our children tell our story, they'll tell the story of tonight. Let's have another round tonight. Let's have another round tonight. Let's have another round tonight. Raise a glass to freedom. Something they can never take away, no matter what they tell you.
1: Uh,
0: okay, I think it's I because hate of the vocals, song. right? Like, I just I don't like the melody. I just, I what's your hate opinion this on song. the story of the night? Uh, what's it called? The, the, the found tonight? The vents? Yes. okay. Manuel. So, the last
1: time we saw Hamilton, the last time we saw Hamilton, um, it was after that video had come out, and they <laughs> were singing Story of Tonight. And the way I skipped Story of Tonight so many times. That the only version I know is the found tonight. So when version. it gets to the part, you're like, out so like, oh, <laughs> no. of the shed. Nope. Tonight I may not live to, no, out, skip. I, I, I just, I, it's just, it gives me the ick. I don't want it. I do not want it. Wait,
0: we've just listed like six skips on <laughs> Hamilton though. No, there's not that many skips. I really, I
1: really would say story um, of Stay tonight. Stay alive reprise. one and two. Story of tonight reprise, obviously. Um, Even,
0: I'm, again, so sorry, Lynn, but, like, dear Theodosia, skip. No, so you listen to the first half and then don't listen to the second half? Yeah, because Les Deodom Jr. sounds incredible on it.
1: Yeah, um, yes, I mean, to me, like, Lynn's voice does not bother me as much, because, like, It's just, like, the first time I
0: heard it, I was like, absolutely not, (laughs) There's something but then again where- like watching him do it on the disney plus and watching those vocals on hurricane but seeing the the mm. staging i was like forgiven but sometimes
1: you're more you're more forgiving when you're seeing something being acted versus just listening to it in your yeah. ears there like there's a reason why sometimes again we've been talking about like why live albums don't always translate or there's like there's pros and cons to live albums like some some things are better and some things are worse mm-hmm. um or like you know We've talked about the movie La La Land. Like, when you're watching it, you're really not thinking about their singing ability. But then sometimes when you listen no. to the songs, you're like, ooh. Or like yeah. the Les Mis movie. Oh, like, that's how I feel about it. Watching it, I'm not bothered.
0: I mean, speaking of Les Mis, should we get to my number one? Oh my god, your number one? Yes, give us your number one. Um, this is a song I've literally hated from the first moment I saw Les Mis, which was probably when I was 10 years old and I should have liked it at this point. <laughs> Castle on a Cloud, sung by Young Cosette. Wow. There is a castle I hate on it cloud. so much.
1: There is a castle on a cloud.
0: I like to go there in my sleep. Aren't any floors for me to sleep Not in my castle. this is like kind of breaking the rules because do I listen to Les Mis cast recording like on a daily basis I do not but when I do listen to it I am 100% not listening to Castle on a
1: this wow this is such
0: a take because I hate this it's song so, so offensive much. To
1: me. I do think sometimes children singing is really annoying um, I, and that like, I think is the problem with this one and
0: and this is a, a song too that like everything I just said about Hurricane and Hamilton I cannot even give the same credit for Les Mis because that scene is also awful on stage it's just a kid sweeping singing this terrible song <laughs> I don't want it at all I hate it it's so bad <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's whatever. It I don't feel strongly about Castle on a Cloud. It does what it does. It's a child. But I do think child's voices are often annoying when they sing. As soon
0: as we decided we were doing this, I was like, I know my number one already. <laughs> really? That's <laughs> yes. so funny. That's how high up on a list of, like, I hate this song it wow. sits for me. So.
1: I, I had, like, a list and I was looking at it and I was like, it's got to be Story of Tonight. It's got to be. Because it's an album
0: I love and yet every time i'm
1: just like absolutely we've not. gotten
0: like complete like polar opposites here on our number ones um wow well, okay. we've made it okay. though um okay. like every other episode we obviously have some honorable mentions and um one that hannah had dm'd us which i think you agree a show that we love the cast recording of another pasik and paul dear evan hansen to break in a glove skip and you know what? On stage, also skip.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Here's my skip from Dear Evan Hansen. You know I hate this song. Only us.
0: I know. I you hate, hate it for the same song. reasons as, as long as you're mine.
1: Yes, I get secondhand embarrassment. I, I have to look away. I can't listen to it. It's like so... It's not even so unromantic.
0: It's so awkward. I have Ooh. another controversial Dear Evan Hansen skip. And it's okay, it so big, me. so small.
1: I would also skip this, sorry. Yeah, I, I agree. Like...
0: I feel like we have a very similar, except for I Love Only Us, um, taste on the Dear Fans and cast recording. And I mean, I understand So Big, So Small, obviously on stage, it's a very emotional yeah. moment. But on a cast recording, goodbye. You know okay. what song is a never skip? Good for you. Good for,
1: no, absolutely not. Disappear for me. I never skip Disappear. Never skip. I sometimes I'll listen to Disappear and then I'll rewind and listen to it again. <laughs> yeah. um, so speaking of Rachel Bay Jones, Pippin, mm. I, I was like, okay, what is there? She sings on that, the revival cast recording, kind of woman. Yes. That is the skip. That is the yes. skip. Yes. So that's boring. It's, it's just really boring. There's kind of a few songs in that second act that are a little bit skippy, yes. but that's the one that really, I find, I think she has a beautiful voice, I find it really unpleasant to listen to in
0: that song. No, I agree. And that's why I skip it. Yeah. Um, um, bringing in a show here that I would argue there's probably like two skips, the rest of it is probably perfect. Waitress. Both songs, Ogie. Ogie,
1: yes. The, that's the thing. To that's me... That's a cast album that's perfect, a show that's not, besides Ogie.
0: Yes. To me, um, I Love You Like a Table is worse than Never Never getting ever, rid ever of getting Me. Rid- yeah. Um, I really... I I
1: can't even recall them because I do not listen to them, ever. It skips. Ever.
0: And, uh, they, I, and right, when you saw skips. it on stage, you hated those moments, so... Oh my god, the
1: way the audience was eating Ogie up... And I, know. I didn't understand Every audience it. does. was like, that guy's so funny. Okay, I hate this man. I hate him. I hate him. I want him out of here.
0: This is our most um, negative episode
1: ever. You know what? My mom's always telling us, you guys need to be meaner. And today,
0: hate. this is for you, mom.
1: This episode is dedicated to my mom who wants me to be meaner.
0: I'm here. Um, okay, keeping in theme of shows and songs that I hate, um, Mean Girls the worst oh. song of all time, maybe ever written. Whose house is this? Whose
1: house is this? It's my house! <laughs> I I don't feel that strongly about this.
0: Skip. Goodbye. Like, I get it, but I don't feel very strongly about this. <laughs> I, probably because I don't listen to Mean Girls that much, but I do not feel strongly I about this. I never listen to Mean Girls, but whenever I do and that song comes on, goodbye. Um, we were listening to the Spring Awakening cast album
1: this weekend. You were, we yes. were. And we were trying to decide what the skip was. And I think I settled on whispering. whispering. Yeah. It's just, it's just at that moment, Down. I want to get straight into those you've known. I, I'm yeah. like ready for that emotion and I don't want it. Um, but yeah, I was like trying to debate because I I was like, maybe it's word of your body. And then I realized I knew every single word. Yeah. You it. So I was like, okay, maybe I don't skip this one. Um, but yeah, I think whispering is kind of the skip because it's right at the end and you're just like ready for the end.
0: Yes. Um, agree. Um, a show that I love, a cast recording, we love, Legally Blonde.
1: Ireland. Blood in the
0: Water. Oh, really? By There are many for me on Legally Blonde, unfortunately, but Blood I, in the Water. I went go. to Ireland and Ireland reprise. Yeah. I, we love uh, you, um, Orfei, Orfe, but Orfe, no. not here. No. Um, yeah. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of where I, where I'm at here. Like. I'm trying to see. Oh, to bring in one. Jukebox musical here. Um, Jagged Little Pill. So sorry, but so unsexy. And Mary Jane. And Mary Jane. It's anytime Goodbye. the dad is singing. Anytime the dad is singing. Why is it like So unsexy,
1: unsexy doesn't bother me as much as Mary Jane. So unsexy is kind of fun.
0: I still skip it though.
1: <laughs> I was listening to it yesterday because I was like in preparation. And I was like jam into so unsexy. So I really can't support that. I can't support the skip of Shout, so <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Sean
0: Krill. Shout
1: out. But, but uh, Mary Jane is the skip.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to see if I have any other ones here. Oh, like, we've discussed this previously, Your Eyes, Rent, Goodbye. Oh
1: the worst song ever. <laughs> the worst song ever. He's um, spending the
0: entire show writing this one perfect song, and then we get it, and it's an immediate skip. Just,
1: just, like, don't ruin the illusion. We don't need to listen to it. Ima- yeah. Imagine it's one song, Lori, again.
0: Just imagine um, it's one song, Lori, again. Okay, to bring in the conversation that came up during the ranking of the no skip cast recording. Um okay. did you have something else other than dogfight? I Fight? did.
1: I did. I so I had my two cast albums that I decided were dogfight, and the other one is once. That cast album has no skips to me. I knew it was gonna be once. It's I, I was listening to it, I was like, what's the skip? What's the skip? and I was like, there's no skips. There's no That's skips. That's such on this a good album. like
0: flows yes. cast album.
1: Yes, and you listen to it because you're in a certain mood. You know, yes. and every song fits that mood. Yeah, no songs I agree. Are out of place. So uh-huh. it, it's wonderful. No skips on ones.
0: Um, for me, no skips. Obviously, Diana the musical. No, I'm kidding. You're
1: absolutely correct. <laughs> I was listening to Last Culturistas that came out today, um, and they briefly talked about Diana the musical. So I just
0: think it's going to be part of my DNA that it has to be <laughs> mentioned in every single episode going forward. It does, and it does. Um. But honestly, like maybe there aren't any skips on that <laughs> cast recording. I, I don't know if I've listened to it as much as you to, to have no skips. Maybe but, like I miss you most on Sundays. <laughs> but the thing about
1: it is, when you turn on Diana, it's because you're in a certain mood, and every yeah. song feeds it. So, yeah. so I don't necessarily disagree.
0: Um, but truly, no Someone skips. Someone would say for skip me. the whole thing, but go on. Yeah, I have a few, and one that we talked about on the weekend. Um, this is a new cast recording, but like *Anne Juliet*, no skips. Literally That's none.
1: truly credit to Max Martin, I think. Yeah. Truly a huge... I mean, they took, you know, kind of 30
0: hit songs mm-hmm. and put them together. So how could yeah. there be a skip? Um, but my real answer, um... This is a show that I love. I've never seen it on stage, but I've watched the VHS one billion times, and we do not give enough credit to this masterpiece ALW has created, and it's Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Oh, there wow. is no skips on that cast recording. I don't
1: know if I know it well enough to know
0: You what should. should be. Um, go, 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 Joseph. Exactly. <laughs> and then my other answer is Little Shop. I do not think there's a skip on Little Shop. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's just um, like, great. Every single like- song hits.
1: I would agree with that. That's a pretty great album as well. Like very concise too. Yeah.
0: Um, I think that's it. I think we've made it to I, the yeah. end of our ranking list here.
1: I, I We were very passionate today. I know. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because as you said at the beginning of this episode, like normally we are like, like crossing off our favorite songs because we think like each other will have it. I didn't even have in my mind here that you would have a song on your list. That's that, so funny.
1: We didn't overlap at all, except no. we both had a Hamilton song.
0: Yeah. the um, different ones. And, like, we almost had Shmuel Song, but yes, did not. Yes, But, yeah, it wasn't a, like, kill your darlings in this case. It was, like, no. I hate all of these goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. So thank you again to Hannah for sending us a message and asking us to do an episode on Skippable Songs. Um let us know what your favorite skippable songs or least favorite skippable songs are, I guess I should say, because I'm not sure they're your favorites. Mm. Um, and with that being said, it is now time for our Obsession of the Week. Okay, so
1: my obsession, Tara probably already knows what it is, but we had to pick up a book this weekend. Oh yeah. <laughs> we had to pick up a book this weekend. Um, it's a box set, I only have the first one out uh, with me, because that's kind of the one I'm making my way through right now. But um, it's been really hard to find. Yeah. Since um, the passing of the author back in November. And I finally located a copy of this box set. So I have the box set of Finishing the Hat. And my look i Made a hat is somewhere behind me. And so for those of you who don't know, it is uh, books written by Stephen Sondheim about kind of writing lyrics and writing music. And they're like, it's like metallic blue. And the other one's like metallic pink. And the box beautiful. is like gold. They're really beautiful. And it has lyric the lyrics to every single one of the shows he's ever written. So what I've been doing is making my way through. I'm only on the first one right now. But I'm starting to make my way through and listen to the cast recording as I go through the lyrics. Oh, fun! Um, and some of these are, like, Saturday Night is the first one. So it's one I've never really heard before. But they mm-hmm. have, you know, the posters, like the original artwork. And then he writes, he has an introduction about songwriting. And then he has, like, you know, little, like, anecdotes or... Uh, he's written things about other songwriters, or kind of like, oh look at this! I don't know if you can see if this show and tell for video only, but it's like original typewritten lyrics with like yeah, that's cool. handwritten um mod- like edits and modifications. It's it's so cool. Like these pictures of of him through and like everyone and his collaborators like through his entire uh working career. Like this original cast of Sweeney Todd right here. Like, they're beautiful, and I'm, like, so excited to make my way through finishing the hat, and then, look, I made a hat. And Tara was nice enough to drive me to the Eaton Center <laughs> to pick them up, because I couldn't find them
0: anywhere. No, this has been a struggle, because I tried to find them one year for your birthday. Completely yeah. sold out, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they're more, obviously, like, readily available in the States than they are here yeah. in Canada. There were, but... like, two copies at this one bookstore
1: at the Eaton Center, and I had to, like, pre-order it. Yeah. um i i think i think they did like sell out right after he died yeah and then um they reprinted it says in here january 2022 january. so there's new copies so that's my obsession just starting to make my way through and listen to every song steven sondheim ever wrote. there's even cut songs that he put in here oh, so that's it's so fun. really cool stuff it's really cool stuff it's the back.
0: Um, look at him with the back so oh nice. that looks like the picture from one of the company playbills
1: Oh, probably. Yeah. It's
0: like not the exact same shot, but it's mm. the same day, I'm it's pretty similar. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's similar.
1: And we also saw Steven Sondheim this weekend. It's
0: crazy. <laughs> okay. We'll get into that in a we'll second. Get into one second. Okay. <laughs> My obsession this week is like, so cheesy but this is the only way that we're going to be able to talk about this um so please brace yourself for the next like 10 to 15 minutes of this episode for my obsession but also like we um, have things to say um so as some of you may know if you've listened to our last couple episodes i recently went to new york and i feel like my obsession this week is literally just that like theater is back and basically better than ever and um before i get into what i saw i do want to point out because we did say this on one of our episodes i believe it was when we were talking about um shaw fest last year which shaw fest will get to you in a minute Mm -hmm. um but the mask mandates in the broadway theaters is incredible right now they just extended to june 30th which i believe canada has also extended to june 30th for theater um For theater. And this was my first time in the States um, in three years. And it, while everywhere else in the city, people are not wearing masks because you don't have to wear a mask. The theater, I have never seen more respectful people. I have never seen ushers like be so adamant about keep your mask on because one, they're trying to keep the actors safe, but also keep everybody around you safe. And as we know, like whatever's happening everywhere in the world, everyone getting COVID, Broadway has been hit I feel like again with a lot of covid cases so um it was really really great to see the mask mandates and how diligent the theaters were being so that was like really amazing and want to point out like we went to Shawfest as well mask mandates are still in effect there there are no longer vaccine passports I believe in Ontario don't quote me quote me on Stratford we have not been to Stratford yet but I know no. Mervish has ended their vaccine passports yes. but you do still need to wear a mask
1: Yeah, like we went, we were at Mervish as well on Sunday, and they checked our vaccines. But I do believe with the start of Harry Potter that they're no longer checking vaccines.
0: Yeah, and we did not have our vaccines checked at Shawfest. Vaccine checks are over on Broadway, but masks are still in play. That being said, um, in the last two weeks, I have seen seven shows which is more shows than I've seen in three years and like I could cry thinking about that but Mm -hmm. um I was recently in New York and I was there for five-ish days and saw five shows which is I feel a record for me Mm -hmm. and I do want to say anyone that's going to New York or specifically Broadway and thinks that it might not be accessible there are definitely shows that are not accessible ticket wise but I saw five shows for under $300 which I feel like is amazing. Um, and these aren't just like long running Chicago. These are like shows that are. All, this is all being released shows. the day after the Tony Awards. Like, this could be best winning musical shows that I saw for those all, prices, all, right? All
1: current season, right? Yeah. All this current season. So. Go in chronological um, order from the beginning
0: chronological order Um, so on Thursday I saw Company Um, I don't have any props with me I'm so sorry my playbills are not here (laughs) Um, I do have a shot glass prop you have the same shot glass prop somewhere Um, but uh, I saw Company this was in the time that they were doing those like special limited edition Sondheim playbills so that was really fun and now it's Pride playbills so like if anyone's going uh, to see a show on Broadway all of the Pride playbills are out and they changed all of them the they Beatles be one done. is amazing. It's so cool. But they changed all of the giant playbills that are on display in Times Square 2 to Pride playbills. Oh, which that's, is so so fun. Exciting. that's so good. That's so exciting. Um So this production of company, and like as I was seeing it, I was like, I feel for Steph in this because I know that I want to see it I'm so, so badly. But um, the it was it was amazing. Um, I was lucky to see almost everybody uh, from the original cast. Um, and my like one word to describe this show well more than one word but like the sets outrageous um like outrageous i can't even believe some of the stuff that i saw so what a like well-oiled machine and again this episode is being released the day after the tonys so like congrats matt doyle because i'm pretty (laughs) sure you won um and patty probably patty too and maybe company revival so um the next day i saw mr saturday night um, I would say, which I have said to everybody, if you are a Billy Crystal fan, it is a must see. If you are not, it's probably a skip. Um, he is lovely, he is very charming. Right. He did a talk back, he's very funny. Um, he has like a better voice than I expected, but is working with a really weak Jason Robert Brown score. Um That's so again, it was f- it was fine. Um, you can get a super cheap ticket at TKTS. And if you want to see it, I would say go soon because I don't know that it's going to last very long. Um, you, the theater you was, like, decently empty.
1: Really? You missed Shoshana, obviously. I did miss
0: Shoshana. Um, she tested positive for COVID two hours before the show, and her understudy went on without rehearsing with Billy Crystal once, which Crazy. wild. Um, She's great, though. But it's I've never seen... Well, we've never lived in a time like this to see something like that happen, so yeah. um, it was very interesting to see that. Uh, the next day, um, I saw a strange loop. I did not see Jaquel. Jaquel was out. Um, I knew a few days prior that he had called out mid-show, and there was a potential that he would not be back for that Saturday. I believe he went back in on the Tuesday, but from what I've seen online, I don't think he's doing eight shows right now. Um, I don't know what is wrong, I believe. Schedule. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to do a schedule, like, post-Tony's. He probably should, because this is a grueling role. Doesn't um, leave the stage, basically. Oh, my God, no. Like- and we sort of talked about this, like, pre-me seeing it, but, like, living with that cast recording for um, two and a half years, and then to finally see these songs, like, come to life on stage was such a crazy experience. Um the six people playing the thoughts, oh, my God. Like, I – we said this, again, pre-seeing this show, but, like, where's the ensemble award here? It's crazy. Yeah. They do not leave the stage, basically. They're doing the same amount um, Usher is doing. And I do want to shout out um, the understudy I saw who's Kyle Raymer Freeman because his voice was out of this world. So it's not like – I feel like there's always this preconceived notion, and, like, we're definitely guilty of this, too, of, like, if you go to a show and the, and the lead is out that you're not going to get the same experience. Absolutely not. I am in awe of what the understudies are doing um, on stage every day. Like, when I was there, Beanie was out, and her understudy went on, like, on a I've full heard, weekend right before Memorial Day. Like, that is prime I've heard time. great things about her, too. I've heard really yeah. great things about her. so... Don't count out the understudies if the if the leads are out. Um, and then Sunday was like my craziest day and most unexpected day. Um, Saturday afternoon, I was on standby for the MJ matinee on Sunday, and lottery and. Um, an hour later, I found out that I won. And this was a show I could literally pull up pull up every single clip on previous episodes that, like, I did not want to see. I don't know why it exists. I still don't know why it exists. Can I just say, though,
1: I really wanted you to see this. I know. You I said... I really wanted you to see this.
0: In our, like, episode of Tony nominations episodes, uh, you had said that, like, you want me to see this. And I'll get to it in a second. And then also on Sunday, um, my brother won the six lottery. Um, well, on Saturday, he was also on standby. Then won, which is crazy because the woman that I sat next to had like entered every single day for months and never won. And here we are, entering one <laughs> it's time luck. And, and win. It's um, so we only had to buy one additional ticket because I was with my brothers and they were seeing that show, and I went to MJ alone. I <laughs> was wrong about MJ. Um, I sent Steph a. Uh, multiple voice notes from Times yeah. Square, like, it's my mind. You know it's serious? <laughs> you
1: know serious when you get a voice note a way we have never communicated before in our lives? No,
0: <laughs> never. Like, we will get on here and speak for, like, four hours to get all of our thoughts out. I will text you. I was in the States. We've never do? sent voice you? notes before. No, I know. I, like, couldn't get out all of my thoughts in a text message. I needed to, like, give you my authentic <laughs> first thoughts and um I did make friends at intermission at the theater because we were all collectively losing our minds I will go on record saying this is the best bio musical I have ever seen that's a and bold I statement. cannot believe it a bold statement
1: a bold <laughs> statement. I just like
0: what is happening on that stage is wild we've said this on many episodes but like there is something that I feel like made this show stand out more than previous biomusicals because it's Michael Jackson music. You right. know what you're getting when you walk in there and I think the book is actually well done which as we have said in our biomusicals episode like it's, I have a, problems with these books all the time. Am
1: I wrong? Is it Lynn Nottage? Lynn Nottage. Yeah. Lynn Nottage.
0: Yeah.
1: Who is like a, a Pulitzer Prize winning
0: playwright so. 100%. Um, yeah. So they're doing some cool stuff there. Miles Frost Again, we don't know what happened on last night's Tony Awards when we're recording this episode, but I i don't know. It's, like, wild what he's doing on stage there. Everything, triple threat. Um, and then, like, the choreography, the sets, ridiculous. Yeah. I, like, cannot wait to see this again. It's going on tour, everybody. Um, Chicago 2023 is where it starts, so it will be coming to a city near you hopefully yeah i think
1: i think the true shout out is christopher wilden who directed and choreographed and rich in tone who co-choreographed with christopher wilden who were michael's former dancers for kind of bringing it to life like michael's because it it was really michael's vision that they're recreating like bringing it to life so yeah not that i've seen it but i i believe you you. okay if you had to pick one one
0: And and my final okay was six um okay, okay, a return to six um after three years in the second justice, row I, in the actually it was the, it ended up being the third row, but you know oh, what basically okay. second um it was just as good as I remembered it was it is bigger, brighter, and It looks more expensive, which I love for them.
1: When we saw it in Chicago, it was very much exactly what they were doing in the West End at the time with like the much simpler costumes, much simpler lighting. And and over like kind of the pre-Broadway's Broadway previews, the two years of shutdown, they really amped it up. So I can imagine what you saw. And also
0: very exciting for me, Frankie Grande was in the audience. (laughs) A
1: social media mogul.
0: Big brother um, celebr we no he was on regular big brother. Big, on regular brother big brother star yeah yeah
1: exactly um yes I okay, so my curiosity is one what was my favorite <laughs> what was your favorite what was what is the one you would recommend to a random person and I also want to know which one was Corey and Tyler's favorite your brothers
0: okay I I have a hard time choosing a favorite because everything was so, so different different. Um, so I'm gonna skip that and come back to it. Okay. My brother's favorite. Um, they both loved A Strange Loop. Um, I think I sort of thought that they would love A Strange Loop before going mm. in, but I also thought that they would like Company, and they didn't. But mm. I think it's like specific taste, Company, sure. whereas like A Strange Loop is more. It's more modern. The storyline is definitely like yeah. modern, and it's really hard to not like. Want, like, the storyline, the music, whatever, but it's hard to not like the talent that you're watching up on stage. You're on their S- side. Yes. So, they loved A Strange Loop, but their recommendation would be Six, um, mm. because it's for everybody. Like, truly, right. Six is for everybody. Um, and I would say the same thing. I would say, if I am seeing a stranger on the street, um, I would recommend six to them because it is a blast. Um, as we've said throughout the course of this podcast, we've recommended six to literally every yes. single person.. Yes, um, if you are a theater fan, I would recommend a strange loop because I do think like it's a very specific audience. I'm interested to see the life of this show post Tony's maybe in a year from now. Um, because it is such a like specific audience. Yeah.
1: Um. We've said of- like, sorry. Can't wait for it to not. Can't wait for it to close. But once it closes and for it to open up to like regional theaters to see yeah, what you regional are doing. I crows. want to see, like, Obsidian and, like, Crows do a yeah. Like, I'm, like, manifesting this. No, um, I agree. here in Toronto. I think that would be really, really exciting.
0: And I think it's kind of interesting. This is at the Lyceum, which is, like, a decently large theater, but I think it would have worked better off-Broadway. Like, I would have loved to see this Absolutely. in an intimate, like, Absolutely. MCC, like, I don't know, somewhere really small. Because then you really get the audience that wants to be there and not just, like, the crowd that is hoping to see a show that's going to win Best Musical, you know? So, Hmm. it's interesting. Um, In terms of my favorite, I can't say favorite, but I can give you that the biggest surprise was obviously MJ. Like, I cannot believe what I witnessed. So, if we're going to talk favorite in terms of, like, that, that's Like, experience
1: in the theater, your favorite experience. The entire,
0: like, from top to bottom, the entire experience, my favorite experience was MJ. And I cannot (laughs) believe that I'm saying that. Like, it's shocking to me because... I 3 weeks ago I hated this show for no right. reason, you know? Right. So it's interesting to have that like complete flip. Um now that that's over, like 4 days later, <laughs> you and I um, yes. went to Shaw Fest a two show a two show weekend. Yeah, on uh on the weekend and we saw um the opening night of Damn Yankees. Um what did you think? I thought
1: Shaw Festival like they can all, they always put on top-notch productions. Like, the quality yes. of the productions that they're putting on. Do I think I or anyone else needs to see Damn Yankees? I don't. I don't. Talking I really about don't.
0: a skippable songs episode, the Everyone. finale of Act 1 finale was such a snooze fest. I really expected, like, a big Act 1 finale, and It was like a story finale,
1: that. not a music yeah.
0: finale. Yes. I, yeah, it was such an odd music. It was very much like musical
1: comedy. Um, yeah. I think the character of Applegate is so funny. Oh my god, um, so
0: funny. I'm,
1: I'm almost interested in seeing the movie to see like Gwen Verdon and Bob Fosse. Because mm. I've only seen clips of it before um, I'm, to see what they did. But the, if you want to see Dam Yankee, Shaw Festival does a wonderful job with it. I just don't think you need to see it.
0: Yeah, they are doing some outdoor concerts again at Shaw. Um, mm. So if you are planning to like take a trip out to Niagara-on-the-Lake in the summer when it's stunning... Go see Damn Yankees. Go see one of their outdoor um, shows that they're doing. Like, there's there's some fun stuff I, happening.
1: I believe they're doing the biggest season in North America. That's what they told us. So, That's what they did tell us, yeah. So, uh, I love that. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. But yeah, Damn Yankees is such an interesting choice. Like, it, it is a classic. You know, it has, like, some Fosse elements, some, like, recognizable songs. Like, I knew more songs than I thought I would, like Heart or... Mm. Um, Mo from Hannibal, whatever. That yes, song. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, whatever Lola wants, you know. Yeah. Like, songs we knew, but yeah, like I don't know. The the content was not there.
0: The set design, though, ridiculous. Shaw ridiculous. Festival always
1: turns up. Shaw Festival is always giving budget, like they justify yeah. those those ticket prices.
0: And then the next day, um, we had decided in April, because you had a very busy personal life, that um, there was literally only like two days for you to go see Jake Epstein. And we unfortunately took one of those days away by going to Shawfest to see Damn Yankees. So there was really only one day to get you to see Jake Epstein. We had to
1: see the final performance of Boy Falls from the Sky with Jake Epstein. And I'm like so happy that we did. We rushed, because Mervish usually has like rush options available. Yeah. Um, We rushed. um, And... It was so wonderful. It really was, like, really, really wonderful. Um, a lot of, if you're a long-time listener to the podcast, you know, we had Jacob Epstein on about two years ago, and a lot of the stories that he told us were present in this, in his, you know, one-person-plus-band show that mm-hmm. really talks about, you know, his experience with the industry. And we were watching it, and we we're, like, talking to each other a little bit, yeah. and thinking he, you know, he said in his one person show everyone would ask him you know how was it or what's it like and we're like oh my god we asked that cuz it's such I know. a natural question to ask but you know it, it for someone who had kind of like a mixed experience and i think he did a really great job of conveying what his kind of mixed experience was like on broadway yeah. and on tour and in the theater industry so yeah i,
0: I mean I had said to you, leaving the theater, like, what an incredible run for him to do this solo yeah. show. He only missed one performance, and um, he sounds better than ever. Like, really top-notch vocals. He really vocals. sounded great. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, speaking of Once, he sang from Once. He sang from all, like... Spring Awakening. The show, Spring Awakening, the shows he'd done
0: on tour and um, on Broadway... Um, you know, really hearing "Boy Falls from the Sky" play instrumentally like did it for me. So. I, I've been humming "Up on a Roof" for uh, days. I can't believe the chokehold beautiful, <laughs> choke really "Beautiful" has on the Toronto audience. Really, "Beautiful" has on the Toronto
1: audience. I have been humming "Up on a Roof" because in the in "Beautiful" it's so unmemorable, especially because you know I love Carole king music like "Beautiful." Stuff. Yeah, "Up on a Roof" so unmemorable, and then Jake. Jake Epstein sang it with his band. It was kind of the closing show because it was kind of a full circle moment where he was, he'd had kind of a negative experience leaving Beautiful the first time. He explained, and then he got to go back and do it again, and he just kind of like saw it differently that time. So he's singing up on a roof and like the band is jamming. And I was like crying. And yeah. think, this song is great, which of course we know. Also the overture.
0: Yeah, a little bit of like, was it like 39
1: Jesus So good. So good. There were other songs I didn't like recognize. It was so good. Um, yeah. He sang from Big the Musical, which was like so Many much times. fun.
0: Many times. Many times. Yeah.
1: Um, which he had told us was his first Broadway show, but like it was really, it was really wonderful. I hope, we saw the closing performance, but I hope he gets to do it again or it gets to live on in a different way. I would be really interested to see it again. Well, I know. And I was saying to too,
0: like. I want to see him in a show like that's Mm. really what I took away from that was like I want to see this guy in action because we unfortunately have not had the chance to see him um, in action. So yeah it was a very busy two weeks for me (laughs) of theater and I honestly like could not be happier that this is back. I feel like it's we've said this over the course of the last two years of this podcast but like wow being in an audience again and like experiencing live theater there is no other feeling like it. So in a roundabout way, 10 minutes later, that's my <laughs> obsession of the week. Um, before we wrap up with this episode, to just continue on the like theater train, if you're in Toronto, there is a brand new musical out right now playing at High Park. It is called Dixon Road. Um, there are pay what you can tickets, I believe, that dropped the day before, or a couple days mm. before the performance or you can pay to book a premium seat but it is outdoors it is a brand new musical musical stage company is putting it on we're, we're going to get to it
1: sometime this yes. month don't have a date yet but we're going
0: i'm trying to think what else is like upcoming that we can harry potter harry the potter. <laughs> child is on right now there is a digital lottery everybody we're, um, we're entering
1: i'm entering for
0: yeah and um, and if i win my plus 1 seat is up for grabs so <laughs> um and then by the time this episode comes out in like a couple weeks or maybe like three or four weeks Anne Juliet is making its pre-broadway debut in yeah. toronto i don't even know if we've said this on the podcast but friend of the podcast <laughs> brandon antonio is in this cast and we are so excited, so excited for him um betsy wolf and stark sands like i'm so excited for this show betsy and, wolf
1: i'm really excited about
0: yeah about, like, when when yet, the
1: cast was announced, we both said to each other, we like Stark Sands."
0: <laughs> yeah, I I've never seen Stark, and I've never seen either. Oh no, Char and I. No, we didn't. Never mind. I was like, Did we see Betsy Wolf and Waitress? No, but she was the cover of the Playbill and no. Waitress in Buffalo. We've seen for some we saw
1: Betsy Wolf perform with Jeremy Jordan, um, with Jeremy Jordan at Roy Thompson Hall here, um, kind of like a concert series. Yeah, um, the Toronto Pops. But, um, what else is coming? I mean, we've been talking about like uh, Yes Theater. Sudbury announced their season, and what we're excited about is Ride the Cyclone. We're going to try and yeah. hopefully get up there, <laughs> down there. I don't know where Sudbury is, what direction it is. I
0: from know, from where we are, not sure if it's up or nope. down, east it, or west, what it might get be. Get out there,
1: whatever, I don't know. Um, yeah. But, like, lots of exciting stuff this summer. We're going to go to Stratford, of course, see Chicago, and maybe something else. We don't know yet.
0: Oh, and Crows just announced their season, and mm. Merrily is happening. Like, another club yes Theatre. Yeah. We're,
1: like, the, There's been back, so much baby. news.
0: Theater is <laughs> yeah. back. Um, we will be doing in September probably. If you have listened to us since the birth of this podcast, we will probably be doing another um, Toronto season preview and or you know Ontario season preview yeah. and um a Broadway season preview. We have a lot of announcements that have been coming out the last few weeks yeah. for Broadway. It's exciting. I'm pretty stuff. sure like Beautiful Noise, the what's it called musical, just put their tickets on sale right. today with Will Swenson. Who's he playing again? Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Um, yes kimberly akimbo ha- is transferring k-pop is at circle in the square like we have lots happening yeah. we are also again this is like way later but like we're still waiting for that notebook casting like Amber yeah. michaelson where are you at we yeah. want to go to chicago. chicago if um, we go to also, chicago not to
1: be crazy it's actually in the other book if we go to chicago we have to go to the art gallery and recreate the picture the sunday painting of, of like <laughs> sondheim like standing in front of like Sunday on the, on the ground shot. Um, I think it's on the back of the other book because it's in the other one. Wow. But it's that picture of him. And so we have to go to the art gallery and we have to retake that. We have to take that picture with us. Just ourselves. for
0: that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we just spit a lot of information <laughs> out at you. But um, that wraps up all of our obsessions, all of the new theater that's out. I'm sure from wherever city you're listening to us from, there's like tours rolling through left, right, and or, center. Like, amazing regional theater that's happening get to a theater like you'll never regret seeing a live performance and now that um it's back and there are ways to do it safely like you should really go and experience it if you have not had the chance to yet um so yeah that wraps up our episode and if you want to listen to any of our other episodes you can subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and we would really appreciate it if you left us a rating and review on apple podcasts you can also watch us here on youtube and don't forget to subscribe
1: and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at off 2 Podcast. That's the number two. And we took a suggestion from a listener today. So if you have a suggestion, let us know. Thank you, Hannah, for this wonderful suggestion.
0: Yeah. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>